Welcome to Communicate to Lead for leaders and aspiring leaders who want to clarify their message and communicate with impact. I'm your host, Keely Belton. In this show, you'll get all the tips and strategies you need to communicate with impact and lead your team to excellence. Let's get straight into today's episode. Have you ever found yourself avoiding a difficult conversation, even though you know it's necessary? You may be one of the most successful leaders in the world, but it's completely natural to dread having a difficult conversation with an employee, a colleague, or a business stakeholder. Maybe it's a conversation about a sensitive topic with a coworker, or giving someone feedback on their performance, or the worst one for me, unfortunately, having to lay someone off. Whatever the situation, as a leader, It is okay to want to shy away from difficult conversations, no matter how confident you are. But why is that? It's human nature to want to avoid discomfort and conflict. We often associate difficult conversations with negative emotions, such as anger, frustration, or disappointment. And let's face it, who wants to be in a situation where you feel uncomfortable or face criticism? (laughs) I know, I definitely don't. But here's the thing, avoidance only makes things worse. It can lead to miscommunication and misunderstandings and damage relationships. Avoiding difficult conversations can negatively impact your productivity, the morale in your organization, and overall success in a professional setting. So why do we shy away from difficult conversations if we know that it is probably the right thing to do, it will help and increase productivity? It's a combination of our innate aversion to discomfort and conflict and a lack of confidence and skills in handling these conversations. In this episode, we will dive into this topic and explore why it's important to overcome our natural tendencies and embrace tough conversations in the workplace. We will explore what constitutes a difficult conversation and why they are so challenging. We will also discuss strategies and techniques for preparing for, conducting, and navigating these conversations effectively and how to handle the possible aftermath. All this will improve your skills as a leader and ultimately improve your work environment and help your business to continue thriving. You see, difficult conversations are part and parcel of leading a team or running a business. These conversations are opportunities for growth and development, for setting expectations and boundaries, and for addressing issues that could become bigger problems if we leave them unaddressed. By avoiding difficult conversations as a leader, you risk losing the trust of your teams, damaging relationships, and creating a culture of avoidance and complacency. And I bet that's not what you want. So you must be prepared to tackle difficult conversations head on. To run a thriving business, you must equip yourself with the skills and knowledge necessary to handle uncomfortable conversations, both professionally and effectively. 
In this episode, we will explore why difficult conversations are a critical aspect of leadership and why you, as the leader, need to prepare yourself for them. Join me as we delve into the art of having successful conversations. Are you ready to get comfortable with being uncomfortable? It's essential to be prepared for all kinds of difficult conversations that may arise in the workplace, from complex performance issues to sensitive topics like discrimination or harassment. These conversations can be challenging and require a specific skill set to navigate. One common type of difficult conversation is providing feedback to an employee, the dreaded feedback conversation. I have No idea how many times I've had to coach a client through prepping to give someone feedback. This is a really tough one. And I always commend my clients when they want to be prepped and they want to get coached to ensure that the conversation is successful. So for several reasons, delivering constructive feedback can take a lot of work for you as a leader. Firstly, as a business leader with a, with an organization at stake, you may worry about damaging the relationship with your employees or causing them to lose motivation. Secondly, you may need to gain the necessary skills or knowledge to provide feedback in a way that is helpful, specific, and supportive. Delivering constructive feedback is an integral part of your role as a leader. It helps employees to identify areas of improvement and to grow their roles. Feedback can help anyone develop their skills and reach their full potential when delivered effectively. It can be incredibly challenging if feedback is perceived as unfavorable or the employee is resistant to change. But providing that feedback is needed We can't avoid it if we want to keep growing in our personal and professional lives and can certainly help improve overall performance and your personal development as a leader. Another type of difficult conversation is addressing conflict between employees. Whether it's a disagreement between co-workers or departments, resolving workplace conflicts require effective communication and conflict resolution skills. And these, by the way, are skills we are not taught when we go to school, when we go to college, when we go to postgraduate schools. We come out into the workplace and yet we don't always know how to do it. Conflict and disputes can occur for various reasons, such as differing opinions, miscommunication, or even personal differences. Getting involved in this type of situation can be daunting, and you may want to shy away from it, but guess what? You really don't have the option to do that if you want your organization to be positive and productive. So for starters... Conflict resolution requires a certain level of emotional intelligence and patience. You need to be able to understand each person's perspective, listen actively, and be able to communicate your thoughts and feelings effectively. And further, the thought of making things worse or perhaps offending one of the parties involved can also cause hesitation. You may feel you don't have the skills or perhaps the experience necessary to address conflict effectively. But it's important to remember that it's okay to feel like you're not ready or that you don't have the skills, but you can develop the skills with time, 
practice and dedication. It's important to remember that avoiding these conversations only perpetuates the problem and can lead to a toxic work environment. Effectively addressing conflict and arguments is a key component of being an effective leader. So let's get into it. Difficult conversations can also involve sensitive topics such as discrimination or harassment. And these conversations often require a delicate approach and a deep understanding of company policies and legal requirements because this can get sticky very quickly. Challenging existing power structures or calling out bad behavior can be uncomfortable, and that's a fact. However, it's important to remember that ignoring these issues only perpetuates the problem and creates a toxic work environment. So it's your responsibility as the leader to foster a culture of openness, transparency, and respect. By taking the time to understand and address the concerns of your employees, you can help create a safe and inclusive workplace for them. So even though it may be a difficult conversation, you must have it if you want to build a stronger, more productive, and certainly equitable work environment. Sometimes discussing pay fairness and raises can be difficult, especially if you cannot give your hardworking or valued team members a pay raise. Sometimes it doesn't depend on you or your business is not doing as well as you'd like, so you are unable to give them a raise even though you really want to. Let's face it, money is a sensitive subject and when it comes to salary increases, It's not just about the number. It's also about employee morale, motivation, and job satisfaction. So it's no wonder that talking about pay raises is difficult. One of the biggest challenges is finding the right balance. On the one hand, you want to show your employees that you value their hard work and contribution to the organization. On the other hand, you also have to consider the budget and financial stability of the organization. It's certainly a delicate balancing act, and it can be challenging to get it right. Another reason why discussing pay raises can be difficult is that it often involves having difficult conversations with employees who may have different expectations. Some employees feel entitled to a pay raise, They've been working hard from their perspective, while others may think their work hasn't been acknowledged or valued. In addition to these specific types of conversations, there may also be a unique situation that comes up that requires careful handling. Whether it's a difficult decision regarding layoffs or a sensitive discussion about terminating a business relationship with a vendor, Being prepared to have this conversation is crucial to your success as a leader, to creating and fostering a safe work environment, and then ultimately for your business to continue succeeding. It's critical to handle these difficult conversations with care and empathy while ensuring that the organization's best interests are protected. You may feel a sense of guilt or remorse, especially if you have to let go of employees who have been with your company for a long time. You may also worry about the impact these decisions will have, not only on the morale and motivation of your employees, 
but perhaps on your organization's reputation and public image. You must approach these difficult conversations with honesty, transparency, and sensitivity despite these challenges. Doing so can ensure that your employees are treated fairly and that your organization can move forward positively. So there you have it. Just a few examples of the the various types of difficult conversations that you might encounter as a leader. Let's dive in a little deeper into each one of these topics and provide some tips and strategies to help you efficiently handle these conversations. Probably the most important thing that I always tell my coaching clients that I tell my workshop participants is preparing ahead of time can help make a difficult conversation go smoothly and achieve the desired outcome. Here are some steps you can take to help prep for a difficult conversation with a team member. One, decide what is the goal of the conversation. Two, how will you frame that conversation? Three, what outcomes would you like to achieve? And four, how will you take care of yourself before and after the conversation? Let's discuss each step in more detail. Number one, clarify the goal of the conversation ahead of time. It could be to address a performance issue, provide feedback, or inform your team about layoffs and redundancies. Once the goal is clear, you can begin preparing for the conversation by gathering any relevant information or data that you may need. For example, if you are discussing an employee's constant lateness, you must have the facts in front of you, such as how many times have they been late in the last month or the last few weeks, and how many minutes have they been late? Always speak from facts and truth, not hypothetical situations or emotions. This will ensure that your conversation stays on track. Number two, Be clear on how you will frame the conversation. You must approach the discussion with empathy and respect while being direct and clear about the issue or issues you are addressing. After all, your employee needs to leave the conversation knowing exactly what they need to do to improve. Otherwise, what's the point of having that conversation and how can anything change? That can help create an atmosphere of understanding and minimize the risk of any potential conflict. The third step is to be clear on the outcomes you want to achieve with a conversation. Make sure your outcomes are specific and measurable. What do you really want to happen? Are you placing someone on a performance track? Are you initiating a redundancy? Are you negotiating a pay freeze? Or maybe you're giving someone and a pay increase. A clear idea of what you hope to achieve will guide the conversation and ensure it stays on track. Finally, you must take care of yourself because difficult conversations can be so taxing. What will you do to add some self-care to your day? This could include taking a walk, practicing deep breathing, or giving yourself some quiet time to reflect and recharge. Taking care of yourself can help you stay calm and centered, making it easier to handle the stress and emotions of a difficult conversation. 
Taking these steps can ensure that you are well prepared to have that conversation with your employees and achieve the desired outcomes. As you prep for your difficult conversation, here are some do's and don'ts to keep in mind. Let's start off with the do's. One, prepare ahead of time. Before the conversation, gather all the information you might need, think about the goals and objectives you want to achieve, and create a plan for the discussion. Two, be honest and transparent. Be straightforward with the employee about the issue and do not sugarcoat it. Three, listen actively. Allow the employee to express their thoughts and feelings without interrupting them and periodically check in to see if you understand what they have to say. Four, stay calm. Maintain a calm and professional demeanor even if the conversation becomes emotional or heated. And if you need to, it is okay to say, hey, I see this is getting a little heated. Let's press pause. Let's take a quick break, come back in 10 minutes and continue the conversation. Five, find a solution. Whenever possible, work with the employee to find a solution that benefits everyone involved. And those are the do's. So let's jump into what not to do, the don'ts. Don't delay the conversation. Ugh, we all love doing this. Well, not all, (laughs) many of us do. Don't put off having the difficult conversation as it will only prolong the problem. Don't blame the employee. Avoid blaming someone and focus on the problem and finding a solution. When we blame people, we force them to become defensive and we want to avoid having anyone becoming defensive. Three, don't get personal. Keep the conversation professional and avoid talking about someone's personality or what they look like or how they are dressed. Four, don't be confrontational. Don't approach the conversation in an argumentative or aggressive manner because that will quickly escalate into a negative conversation where nothing productive comes out of it. Five, Don't avoid the issue. Don't avoid the issue or sugarcoat it as this will only lead to further problems in the future. Okay, by following these do's and don'ts, you can have effective and productive difficult conversations with your teams, hopefully leading to positive outcomes for everyone involved. Remember, you can be an empathic and compassionate leader while delivering bad news and ensure that your organization will succeed because of your increased authenticity. Before I wrap up today's episode, here's a bonus tip that is often so overlooked. Your body language plays a vital role in a difficult conversation. You must be aware of both your verbal and nonverbal cues and how the other person might perceive you. So think about the following aspects regarding your body language. Maintain good eye contact, showing that you are paying attention and being sincere. Be mindful of your facial expressions. Avoid looking surprised, confused, or angry when speaking or listening to your employee. Maintain a neutral 
or empathic expression that shows you are listening and generally trying to understand the other person's perspective. Maintain an open posture by keeping your arms uncrossed and relaxed. That will ensure you don't come across as closed off, aloof, or unapproachable. Be intentional with your tone of voice. We often focus so much time and prep in what we want to say in that difficult conversation that we forget to think about how we want to say that. And that is your tone of voice. Speak clearly and calmly, avoiding any hints of anger or frustration. Think about how your tone will come across. Do you want a heavy aggressive tone, or do you want to add some lightness, not necessarily playful or funny, because let's be honest, difficult conversations are not fun or funny, but just by adding some lightness, ensuring that your tone sounds empathic will help keep the conversation productive and prevent it from escalating into a confrontation. And that's the bonus tip. So the last step in managing a difficult conversation is to follow up after the discussion. Following up will ensure that the relationship between you and the person you had the conversation with remains intact. The first thing you can do is to schedule a check-in session with that person a few days after the conversation. During the session, Ask the person how they are feeling and what steps they are taking to address the issue that you discussed. Another way to follow up is to provide clear, actionable feedback and guidance to the person. This will help them understand what is expected and empower them to take the necessary steps to improve their performance. Additionally, you can provide opportunities for the person to showcase their progress and acknowledge their successes. Whatever you do, make sure you demonstrate empathy and understanding during and after the conversation. Acknowledge the person's feelings and concerns and be supportive throughout the process. Offer them any support and resources they might need to achieve what is expected successfully. Even when you're laying someone off, think of ways to support them during this traumatic time because it is a traumatic experience to be laid off. So what can you do? How can you support them? Finally, you need to maintain open and honest communication with your people. Provide regular feedback, address any concerns, and be available to answer any questions. Following these steps can repair relationships, foster a safe and productive work environment, and ensure you have a thriving business. And there you have it. With empathy and the right strategies, you too can navigate tough conversations. As we end today's episode, I have a favor to ask you. If you have been paying attention, which I hope you have, I'm sure there is someone in your life who would benefit greatly from the valuable strategy shared today. By sharing this message with others, you will positively impact their lives and I will be eternally grateful to you. So if you enjoy today's episode, I encourage you to follow Communicate to Lead and share it with others. If you have the entrepreneurial spirit and want to reach your next level of success, search thetailoredapproach.com. The 
tailoredapproach.com where you will find a coaching program to support you with effective communication, successful leadership, strategic listening, and authentic pitching. Don't let this valuable information be your best kept secret. Visit the links in the show notes to stay up to date on all future episodes and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Tailored Approach. That's all for today. I will see you, my friend, for another exciting topic in two weeks. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye.